0: All right, this is your boy, JCF of The Prophets Picks. And I got a few people I want to promote on today. Highlighting Nails by Imani. That is once again, at nailsby.ymani in Jonesboro, Georgia, 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia 30236. Check out my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia. She is the best. Nail Technician, inside the 285 perimeter or outside of the 285 perimeter. Once again, it is 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. She's open right now in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. It is 12 over there right now. And in this time zone, Bishop's Southern Cuisine, 10400 South Post Oak Road, Suite E, Houston, Texas, United States of America, Bishop Southern Cuisine at gmail.com. Once again, Bishop Southern Cuisine. Check him out even during the holidays. Shopneallife.com forward slash forest health. Once again, that is shopneallife.com forward slash my last name and the word health ran by the Mrs. Heavenly Hair, as well as the online beauty boutique. Com. Check her out. Check me out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at profits underscore picks is the Twitter handle. The profits 2019 is the Instagram handle. And I am at the profits Picks at gmail.com. Arigato joy, arigato at soundcloud.com. Check him out as well. Check us all out. We're one big happy family and get ready for the show coming up next prediction shows for this week in the NFL at the Prophets Picks football podcast show. Have a great day, everybody, and stay tuned to the show coming up next. One. All right, as the sun has already begun to make its... Is it Ascension or Descension? I think it's Descension. Onto the western skyline. In other words, the sun basically is already set. It's just not completely and totally finished setting. As of yet, I will give you show number 270 on the 2022 NFL season. And... This is, as expected, weekly, until the NFL season comes to an end, Thursday Night Football Results Show. San Francisco 49ers were successful on last night. They did, in fact, defeat the Seattle Seahawks with a final score of 21-13. to 13 in Seattle and the game started out as you would expect, um, 49ers against a divisional opponent, their nemesis in that division, their nemesis is not the Rams. They've defeated the Rams. I believe, what is it? Some crazy statistic, like 11, 13, 14 times in a regular season, straight games. And, um, the 49ers nemesis is not The Arizona Cardinals, they have a pretty good record against the Cardinals, but every once in a while, the Cardinals will win one here and there. It is the Seattle Seahawks, especially since Pete Carroll's tenure, that the 49ers have had a difficult time defeating, but successful on last night in Seattle of all places. And this is once again... Your Thursday Night Football Results Show Week 15. The first game of Week 15 was, in fact, played on last night, even though in a lot of ways it doesn't feel like it, but it was. And 49ers do, in fact, once again, defeat the Seattle Seahawks on last night with a final score, once again, of 21-13. The game was not... As close as the final score makes it out to be the Seattle Seahawks drop to an overall record of 7-7 seven and seven on the year. And the San Francisco 49ers, they go into double digits in the win column for the first time, I believe, since their 2019 year. And we all know that year 2019... Right before the pandemic hit, it led them to Miami Gardens, Florida, to play the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 54, or as I like to say, L-I-V, live. It was live. Roman numerals, L-I-V. It was live. Super Bowl live. So 49ers do, in fact, sweep the Seattle Seahawks on the 2022 NFL season. They defeated the Seattle Seahawks back in week two, way earlier this season. Excellent job. Scheduling the NFC West this year, divisionally, San Francisco uh, 49ers defeated the Seahawks 27 to 20 in week two and got to give the NFL front offices in Park Avenue in New York uh, credit for that uh, as the 49ers defeating the Seahawks in Seattle last night for the second time this year. And seeing the Seahawks for the first time since early September. So good job of scheduling there, NFL. And uh once again, this is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Thursday night football results show, week 15. I am now 7 and 8. When it comes to Sunday night football predictions on the year, I am now 120. Yes, sir. 120, 82, and 2. And I start prime time out for week 15, 1 and 0, oh, ladies and germs. So I'm good in every statistic, excuse me, with the exception of Thursday night football. And uh I am now in prime time overall. I am 23 and 19, 1 and 0 to start week 15. 1 and 0 to start primetime week 15 and uh there are three primetime games remaining so if i go 1 and 3 in primetime in week 15 i'm not going to be too happy about that but at least i can look back on the week when the week ends and say hey you know what at least i started the week out 1 and 0 no matter what happens between tomorrow with those three games as the scheduling and the podcast shows really start to get quirky and uh, wacky at this point in juncture in the season. But no matter how things go between tomorrow with those three games, two afternoon games, 12 and 3.30 my time, 7.20 p.m. Uh, my time. And then, of course, Sunday slate of games rounding it out with sunday night football and of course uh monday night football and uh, i heard something very interesting today before i go any further on the only nfl update show that i have been watching since atlanta georgia since uh i was living in uh ah, i forgot what it's called now wow I was just getting ready to Morrow, Georgia, Um, but it was not Morrow, Georgia. Morrow, Georgia was right next door, literally walking distance to where we moved to after we lived in Morrow, Georgia. Very cold, very, very cold days, I remember back in those days. But since 2014, the show that I've been watching to keep me abreast with what's going on in the NFL, the top show. And uh, I heard this this morning and um, well, actually, the show was recorded this morning. It came on live. I watched it this afternoon during my lunch break. But the point that I'm getting at is it was mentioned Dolphins and Bills should have been flexed out 7.20 p.m. My time zone tomorrow night to 7.20 p.m. Sunday night. And I agree with that. And I'm kind of surprised I didn't think. To mention that, I guess I was just so excited knowing that I have NFL Network, that the NFL was in fact going to have my Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills tomorrow night. So I guess really that's what my focus was. Wasn't really too much concern um, about people that are Dolphins fans that may not be able to watch the game on tomorrow night because once again, the game is on NFL Network, and I'm fully aware that everybody does not have NFL Network. As a matter of of fact, I remember when I didn't have NFL Network for a good period of time, and I was unable to watch um, NFL games on NFL Network. So trust me, I can relate, and I definitely do know the feeling. So um, the fact that that did, um, what's the word I'm looking for? uh, uh, flee my mind, skip my thought process. I don't know the fact that I did not think about it. It was not done out of malice. Um, but that thought just for whatever reason, it didn't cross my mind, but it was not done, um, purposely. So I just wanted to make sure I made everyone aware of that, that that thought process did come across my television screen, or should I say my computer monitor, uh, during a lunch break today. And I want everybody that is a Dolphins fan to know that, uh, yeah, man, the the NFL definitely could have flexed out Dolphins and Bills for, uh, Sunday night football and, uh, let the commanders and the Giants handle their business tomorrow night. So, um, geographically and, uh, weather-wise as well, it would have worked out perfectly. Lando of Maryland is right there. To East Rutherford, New Jersey, not that much of a road game, not that much of a long flight. Or however, the commanders were going to travel, or should I say the Giants were going to travel. And uh, for the Miami Dolphins, not that much of a long flight, neither. You're not switching time zones. I can tell you this. You ain't going to California this Saturday night if you were uh, the Dolphins. So, uh, yeah, Dolphins or should I say the NFL more specifically they definitely could have did that switch tomorrow night's game out with a sunday night game but hey the game has to be played whether it's going to be played tomorrow night sunday night or monday night and um hopefully things will go well for me this week last week i went 7 and 5 overall on the week and once again as it stands right now i'm 23 and 19 in prime time and things are about to get wacky because Saturdays are gonna be involved in my predictions not just this Saturday but this year for the first time in NFL for the first time in the NFL for years uh the NFL is going to have a whole crap load of games on Saturday Christmas Eve so Mrs. Forrest I will be watching a whole lot of NFL games Christmas Eve, but I'll be helping you with Christmas dinner as well. We're we're getting closer. We're a week away, literally a week away. Um, Today is almost over. I'll do the time zone breakdown in a moment. But uh, yeah, was feeling kind of weird in my body Wednesday night. uh, Didn't really pay attention to it. I just went to bed and said, hey, I'll be feeling better in the morning. Uh, I went through hell on yesterday. And uh, I didn't really mention it to anybody until later on in the afternoon. I like to be sure about things before I open up my big fat mouth. I like to be sure for sure. You know, Uh, and uh, yeah, dealt with it. I literally just started feeling like my normal self again, how I felt Tuesday afternoon. Uh, I would say about an hour and a half ago or so. Hasn't been that long though, just weird. Um, I think I know what it was, so I'm gonna stay away from that going forward in the future. Um, in all honesty, for those that are wondering, my body has not been the same since I had COVID-19 earlier this year. I have noticed it, I've noticed it. Um, and it is legit, it is true. Your body is not the same unless you have some type of metavitamin and you're some type of meta human or some type of a mutant. In which your body just gets a miracle touch from the big guy upstairs, and you're literally invulnerable. And last time I checked, as long as we're in this flesh, this flesh, we're going to be vulnerable to something. Something is going to change your physical body, chemistry, and anatomy. And I'm kind of certain that COVID-19 has done that to mine, because I just. A lot a lot I'm, I'm a lot more suspect now. That on top of being a little older, I'm a lot more suspect to uh falling down to some type of sickness or whatever it may be, whatever bug that may be in the air. So ask for continued purrs there. Alright, last night's game, 49ers and Seahawks. Seahawks are still in second place. 49ers are still in first place and that's the way the division has shaped up to uh, be the last what three four weeks 49ers have been on a seven game winning streak so under Cal Shanahan the 49ers they've only started fast one year that was that year that they were like what seven and oh Um, When they went to play the Saints in in, in Nolens, I think Drew Brees was still playing. And uh, 49ers, I believe, lost that game or won it. But what is my point? 49ers start slow. You know, they'll win one. They'll lose one. They'll win two. They'll lose one. They'll win three. They'll lose two. And they don't get hot. You know, go on a streak. And the only year that that did not happen was the pandemic year. Excuse me. So that's the only year for the most part under Kyle Shanahan's leadership that the 49ers have not been this team in which they just start slow. And this year's another example of that. This year's another year in which they started slow. They started slow this year. They lost to the Bears on the road in a rainstorm. Things started looking good for Chicago out of the gates. And then we all know it went downhill from there. The Bears, the Bears, they're 3-10 right now going into week 15. And then, of course, 49ers got back on the right track. Even though Trey Lance broke his ankle in the Seahawks' victory. In week 2, 27-7 was the final there. 49ers three quarterbacks later with rookie the final draft pick of this year's draft this past April 2022 with Brock Purdy 49ers are looking unbeatable right now they've won seven in a row of course the Rams are included in that seven game win streak the defending Super Bowl champions and 49ers have defeated the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Saints, the Dolphins, the Bucks last weekend and last night 21 to 13 against the Seattle Seahawks they won the NFC West again this year. 49ers fans got a lot to brag about. And I'm going to get into the results of last night's game in a minute. This is the only podcast show today, so I'm not going to rush myself. There's a lot I want to talk about. But The 49ers, even in their losses, with the exception of the Kansas City Chiefs, they did not give up a lot of points. Their defense, on average, the last, going back to the Rams win in this seven-game win streak, the 49ers have only given up A max of 17 points. They gave up 44 in the loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. They gave up 28 in the loss to the Atlanta Falcons, which still blows my mind. I guess you can chalk it up to the fact that they were in Atlanta when they lost that game. They gave up 19 to the Bears. The Bears. And they only gave up one point more to the Denver Broncos, and I still don't see how that happened. But they gave up 11 to the Broncos, and they scored 10 in that loss. So 44 points to the Chiefs given up by the defense, 28 given up to the Atlanta Falcons in that loss. I mean, those are the most points that they've given up this season. Other than that, once again, 11 to Denver in a loss, 19 to the Bears in a loss, In their victories, though, the defense gave up seven to Seattle, nine to the Rams, 14 to the Rams, 15 to the Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey's old team, 16 to the Chargers. They shut out the New Orleans Saints 13 to nothing. They gave up 10 to the Arizona Cardinals in that victory, 17 to Miami to my Miami Dolphins in that victory, seven to the Buccaneers last Sunday. And only 13 to the Seattle Seahawks last night. If you wipe away the Chiefs and the Falcons game this season. 49ers defense is averaging basically 15 points allowed per game. And no, I'm not a mathematician. That's just a guesstimate off the top of my head. It's just a guesstimate. Because, again, they only gave up 11 to the Broncos in a loss, 19 to the Bears in week one. And then in their victories, on average, they're giving up basically 9, 10, 15, 14, 16, a shutout, 17, a 7, and then 13 last night. So that's basically if you manage that, you're looking at an average of 15, basically. Giving up 15 points per game. You guys want me to prove it? I'll prove it to you right now. I'll go to an index that actually tracks teams' points allowed per game defensively, which is what I use in my prediction shows to help me predict who I'm going to um, win each and every week and each and every game. And here it is. I'm not going to tell you the name of the website because I may get in trouble, but first in the NFL, points allowed per game. 49ers defense this year, they have allowed a total of 210 points after 15 weeks of competition. They played their 15th game last night. Actually, they played their 14th game last night in week 15. Excuse me. I just realized what I said. And they are allowing 15 points per game. I did that without going to the website that I use all the time. And not boasting or bragging arrogantly, but... That's the reason why this show is called the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. I just predicted that. I just pulled that from the heavens, literally. That was my average. And that's including giving up the 44 points to the Kansas City Chiefs in that loss and giving up the 28 points, which once again, I'm going to say it again, still blows my mind And that loss to the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta, 28 to 14. They're giving up 15 points per game. And when you give up 15 points per game, that greatly increases your opportunities and your chances to win. My prediction was San Francisco 24, Seattle 21 final overtime. And if the Seattle Seahawks had a few more minutes, right, they probably would have tied that game, but they was not going to win it, right? 21 to 13 was the final. Seattle gets one more touchdown. They get a two point conversion. Guess what? It's tied 21-21. We're going into overtime. 49ers defense clanked down. They shut down. They clanked the Seahawks offense, right? And then they get in field goal range. Boom, 24-21, final overtime. That would have been a perfect finish for me. But hey, I still got the game right. And once again, I am now 7-8 on Thursday nights. And I start week 15-1-0. And on the year currently, I'm 120, 82, and two. Those deuces are going to be crazy for the rest of the season. Once again, this is show number 270 on the year, and I am slowly but surely making my way to my 300th podcast show, which I'm positive now I'm going to break that before week 17 and the reason why is because week 16 will be Christmas Eve and week 16 with all of those games played on Christmas Eve is going to be like Sunday is taking over or should I say Saturday is going to take over for Sunday and on Sunday Christmas Day there's only going to be three football games that's going to be played in the NFL it's going to remind me a lot of Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving, there's always three games played. And then, of course, there's going to be the Monday night football game, Chargers and Indianapolis Colts. And once again, all of the bye weeks have come to a halt. No more bye weeks. So, this coming Saturday, Christmas Eve 2022, there are going to be two, four, six, eight, one o'clock games. One 405 game, one 425 game, and one game that kicks off at 8.15 p.m. Raiders and Steelers. And then Christmas Day, Merry Christmas at 1 p.m. Packers and Dolphins in Miami Gardens, Florida. Sorry, Dolphins. 3:30 p.m. I gotta check the schedule again. Rams and Broncos. And that's going to be at 4.30 kickoff. And then at 8.20, Bucks and Cardinals. I got to check that. That's Christmas Day. I got to check that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to check that right now. And then I will, I promise you all. And then I will go into what happened on the game last night. Yeah, it's still, that's still etched in stone. Christmas Day. Packers and Dolphins at 1 Eastern on Fox. Broncos and Rams at 4.30 on CBS. Of course, Broncos are an AFC team, AFC West team to be specific. And then Buccaneers and Cardinals, NBC Network, Christmas Day. So three games on Christmas Day. All right, 7 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. This show did, in fact, start at 5.30 5.30 p.m., uh, actually 7 Atlanta Eastern, Eastern Standard Time now, 6 Central, 5 Mountain, 4 Eastern, and Hawaii Standard Time, good afternoon, they're four hours behind us, five, or should I say, 5, 4, 3, 2, 2 p.m. out there, aloha. To Anchorage, Alaska, Aloha to uh, Honolulu, Waikiki, Maui, as well as the World War II Pearl Harbor memorials and Honolulu, all of the Hawaiian Islands, Aloha, Anchorage, Alaska. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it did start at 5:30 Central, and it was approx. It is approximately six now. So, good late afternoon to everyone out there. Good early evening. And if you're on the East Coast, once again, good evening. Uh, It's been a long week. And uh, last night, it really didn't feel like it was a NFL Thursday last night. I'm just going to be honest with everybody out there. Um, I guess because of everything that's going on. And uh, basically... It's the holidays. And not only that, I knew the bowl week was going to start on ESPN as well. So I guess that's another reason why. Um, Speaking of bowl week, I'm looking good so far. Uh, Capital One ESPN Bowl Mania. I got the first game right. I predicted. Well, I mean, ESPN gives me every single bowl game and I have to pick who will win and who will lose Um, Right now, things aren't looking good for me in that second game. That is University of Texas San Antonio, 25th-ranked Roadrunners against the 24th-ranked Troy State uh, Trojans, Troy, Alabama. Uh, Both teams, 11-2. And And basically, it was down the middle. Um, I am locked with Texas San Antonio. I don't know what they're doing, but they're definitely losing by about like three points. Um, University of Alabama, Birmingham, thanks to the University of Alabama. Their football program has been back the last few years. They won. Thank God I picked them to win. People do not realize how hard it is to predict winners and losers in NFL games. So imagine trying to predict winners in college football. Times 30. That's how difficult it is to try to predict who's going to win in college football. That's why I don't predict winners in college football. But hey, if I get all of these right or get the majority of these right and I think get maybe one or two wrong, I'm going to have some, at least I think I'm going to have some free money coming my way. That's the only reason I did it. I'm not going to lie to y'all. That's the only reason why I did it. I need my car repaired, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, San Francisco, a touchdown in the first quarter. Touchdown in the second quarter. 49ers defense shut out the Seahawks. Seahawks only had a field goal to end the first half, 14-3. to Things were looking good. 14-6 to field goal for the Seahawks in the third quarter. Then it was 21-6. Uh, touchdown for the 49ers in the third quarter. Fourth quarter, Seahawks scored a touchdown late in the game, like super duper late, and uh, the Seahawks defense shut out the 49ers, but I'm going to be real with you, there was a bad roughing the passer call on Geno Smith, Nick Bosa, that should have been a sack, and it should have been a pick six, the final of this game should have been 28-6, to because I believe if that call was not overturned, the Seahawks don't have any more momentum. They don't have any more hope. They don't have a swing in the game that gives them any type of hope in which they can try to come back and win. And I think that call being overturned, that gave them just that little bit of push that they needed. And that's the reason why the game ended 21-13. to But that game should have been 28-6. to Because if that call's not overturned, Seahawks had no type of hope whatsoever. Both teams did have 61 total plays of offense in the game. Yardage did vary, though. Um, One first down more for the Seahawks than the 49ers. Um, Going into the numbers, 12 for 16 through the air. For the Seahawks, three of the 16 on the ground. Uh, They did shut down Kenneth Walker III, uh, formerly of Michigan State. Uh, spartans university and the 49ers defense did make a mistake that awarded the seahawks offense a first down 13 third downs for the seahawks only four converted 277 total yards on those 61 total plays and then that winded up being a total of 11 offensive drives averaging only 4.5 yards of play which is okay but not good enough when you're playing against a defense like the 49ers 79 penalty yards on eight penalties for the Seahawks on last night. There was a fumble lost on last night for the Seattle Seahawks by Travis Homer, formerly of the University of Miami. And then time of possession, 26 minutes, 59 seconds for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, 49ers, eight for 15 on third downs through the air. Seven of those 15 on the ground, which is what you would expect with a run first run based um, offensively. Christian McCaffrey now led team follow behind him is of course Debo Samuel and George Kittle and then uh, we did have 13 third downs in the game last night six of those 13 converted by the 49ers once again they also had 61 total offensive plays but they had one total offensive drive more than the Seahawks on last night 12 to the Seahawks 11 and then again That was for 381 total yards. That is rushing and passing, by the way. Averaging 6.2 yards per play. I mean, you have got to be kidding me. You can't give up four yards per play, let alone 6.2. If you're the Seahawks defense, you're destined to lose that game. Giving up that many yards per play. 49 or 60 penalties on seven penalty... 60 penalty yards, excuse me, on seven penalties. No interceptions thrown. There was almost one. uh Mr. Diggs dropped it. Not Stefan Diggs or Trayvon Diggs, but uh, I think it's Quandre Diggs. I'll confirm in a moment. I know he wears jersey number six and I know his last name is Diggs. It's just that when I think of the last name Diggs, I automatically think of Stefan the wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. And then his younger brother, the cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys, who was a wide receiver at the university of Alabama time of possession, 33 minutes and one second for the San Francisco 49ers clean game for the 49ers no interceptions thrown. And uh, once again should have been at least one. And if I was right the first time it is Quandre Diggs. Q U a N D R E or just Dre Diggs, Right. Um, Geno Smith, 31 for 44 last night, 238 through the air, 5.4 was the average per, a touchdown thrown, no interceptions. He was uncomfortable the whole night. He was sacked three times for a loss of 31 yards, quarterback rating of 48.5, overall rating of 90.9. They wrote him off, but he did not write back. And he could not write back last night neither because he was complete and totally overwhelmed with Nick Bosa and company pressuring him not giving him an opportunity to get his arms free to right back or more importantly throw the football on a consistent basis successfully Kenneth Walker the third 12 carries 47 yards Seahawks has a team 14 carries 70 yards rushing as a team once again total five yards per play on the ground they should have tried to run it just a little bit more and uh, no rushing touchdowns Tyler Lockett broken index finger on last night More than likely, he's done for the season, especially since the 49ers playoff, or should I say the Seahawks playoff hopes, is basically uh, done after losing that game last night, and um, you hate to lose, you hate to lose uh, Tyler Lockett, that's one of those guys that you need, 7 for 68 last night, average 9.7 per catch, um, DK Metcalf had seven catches last night as well, 55 receiving yards, average 7.9 per. Noah Fant came over in that trade for Russell Wilson. Uh, it was Russell Wilson for uh, tight end Noah Fant, 5 for 32, 6.4 per, and then a receiving touchdown early in the game. Uh, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris on the D-line, and then, of course, uh, Drew Locke at quarterback, wears jersey number two for the Seahawks. Tight ends, wide receivers, H-backs, fullbacks, running backs for the Seahawks. 31 receptions last night, 238 receiving yards. Average 7.7 per, and once again, Noah Fats receiving touchdown. Not Noah Fatt, Noah Fant, excuse me. F-A-N-T, not F-A-T-T. Travis Homer, fumble, lost it. Geno Smith, fumble. It was recovered by Abraham, Abraham Lucas. I can imagine Pat Summerall saying his name, especially after recovering that fumble last night. John Madden, Pat Summerall. Rest in peace. The best broadcast team in the NFL ever in NFL history. Second on that list. Al Michaels, thank God he's still with us. And John Madden, who is no longer with us once again. Madden, Summerall. Rest in peace. Cody Barton, 10 total tackles, 6 solo on last night. Jordan Brooks left the game. He got hurt. 8 total tackles, 3 solo before he left the game. Seahawks defenseman. As a team, 69 total team tackles, 41 solo tackles, one sack, two tackles for a loss, three pass defense, three quarterback hits on Brock Purdy, who played pretty last night. And that's it for the Seahawks. And that may be it for their season as well. Started out with a bang. They led the NFC West for a good chunk of the season. But um, ever since Germany. They have came back, and I guess they're just still stuck on European Germany time. Because the Seahawks that was land a smack if down if upon if NFL opponents before Germany, they just have not been the same since. 49 ers statistics, and then the show will be over. I know you guys are sick and tired of hearing me talk. Brock Purdy, 17 completions for on 26 pass attempts. 217 yards passing, averaging 8.3 per completion. Two touchdown passes, no interceptions thrown. He was sacked once for a loss of six yards. Quarterback rating of 62.6, overall rating of 117. Christian McCaffrey, 26 carries, 108 yards, averaging 4.2 per. A rushing touchdown. And then 34 carries for the team. 170 rushing yards again most of that was christian mccaffrey cmc or is it C C? averaging five per man seahawks and the 49ers averaged five yards per carry last night seahawks just could not get as a team over 100 yards rushing and uh christian mccaffrey's one touchdown rush that was all she wrote george kittle four receptions 93 receiving yards 23.3 was the average per two receiving touchdowns for george kittle last night and he was on fire you cannot stop him. You can just hope to contain him. 49ers tight ends, wide receivers, H-backs, fullbacks, running backs, total 17 receptions, 200 receiving, 217 receiving yards, averaging 12.8 per. Both two passing touchdowns was for George Kittle, or should I say two receiving touchdowns, Shaverius Ward, the former Kansas City Chief on last night. He recovered Travis Homer, uh Travis Homer's fumble. Say that three times fast. DeMondor Lanier, 10 total tackles, 9 solo, 1 tackle for a loss. Fred Wana, 8 total tackles, 6 solo. He's just a beast linebacker. Warner, Greenlaw, and Aziz Al-Shair best three linebacker combination in the NFL, arguably, find me three linebackers that are better than those three guys. And it has to be a 4-3 defense. It cannot be a 34 defense. A 34 defense is three defensive linemen and four linebackers. So 34 defenses is out of the question in this conversation. That is your trivia question for this Thursday night football results show. Hit me up with it. And uh, as a team last night, 60 total team tackles, 44 solo tackles, three sacks on Mr. Geno Smith last night. Who could not? Who could not? Once again, right back. Five total tackles, seven pass defense, nine quarterback hits on Mr. Smith last night. This has been your. Thursday Night Football Results Show. Once again, I start the week out on top, 1-0. and I go to one game under five hundred for Thursday Night Football. Lord knows I am working ever so swiftly to get to at least five hundred by season's end. We got week 16 Thursday Night Football. We got week 17 Thursday Night Football. And once we have that, I will have no more Thursday Night Football games. I only have two Thursday Night Football games remaining on Thursday. My schedule: that is Jags and Jets, and then Week 17, Cowboys and Titans. And it is going to be a pie piper for me to make it to nine and eight. If I go two and and0 the next two weeks on Thursday night, I don't care about any other night. Just Thursday night, I'll be two and O. I can manage Sunday night and Monday night football. I can manage those nights. Those nights will be pretty easy to manage. Chargers and Colts, pretty sure that's going to be an easy MacGuffin. Uh, But Monday night, week 17, that one's going to be hard. I can tell you that right now. That's the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. How about that for Troy Aikman and Joe Buck? ESPN, right? Last Monday Night Football game of the season, week 17. It's going to be interesting. The rest of this NFL schedule and season is going to be interesting. This night and this weekend is going to be interesting as I got three more primetime results shows to do. The first Saturday Night Football results show We'll come to you on Sunday afternoon after church. Hopefully everything goes well and I'll be physically able to do so. Hopefully I don't get hit with another bug or something cray-cray out of the blue. But uh, yeah, I hope everybody has a great rest of your Friday. And once again, uh, yeah, I was right on last night. My prediction was 24-21, 49ers over the Seahawks in Seattle, Washington, overtime final. And the actual final was 21-13, 49ers over Seahawks. Seahawks go to 10 and 4 overall on the year, and the Sea C- the Seahawks, excuse me, go to 7 and 7 overall on the year, and the Seahawks go to an uncharacteristic 3 and 4 at home, and the 49ers go to 4 and 3 on the road, and they go to 10 and 4 overall on the year. Everybody stay safe out there. Enjoy the rest of your Friday and enjoy the rest of your weekend with the NFL tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, and Sunday and Monday night. Everybody stay safe out there. One.